Thank you for listening to Lone Star Community Radio. This program was broadcasted and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Lone Star Community Radio is supported by listeners like you. Donate and sponsor today. For more information on getting involved with Lone Star Community Radio, contact us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or visit us online at www.irlonestar.com. Welcome to the Texas Ticket Show. My name is Armando, and you know I'm with the Texas Ticket. You can find us on facebook.com slash Ticket. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, we have an, uh, a, a show f- with surprises today. I, I, I've got um, a Bar A Barbecues, Mr. Amber Crombie, Cooper Amber Crombie, uh, that's joining us. He's going to uh, tell us a little bit about what's going on down there and some events coming up, uh, a, a, little, a little feedback from Montgomery, and uh, we'll end the show with a... Uh, the Punch Your Texas Ticket segment of the show. All the popping stuff that we pulled out and some stuff we just wanted to bring notation to that maybe didn't get enough beat that we want to share it with you. So we'll have that at the end of the show. Stay tuned for that. And um, let's get this one started with with uh, Cooper Abercrombie from Bar A Barbecue. Welcome to the show, Cooper. What's up, buddy? Thanks for having me in. Man, I'm glad you're here. You know, I, I could put a hand out with all my favorite things on the planet and... Up in the top five, I would say comfortably, is barbecue. Yeah, yeah. mine as well. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what do you mean you're not going to be any barbecue? <laughs> I might opt out, you know? <laughs> so yeah. um, I, I am uh, uh, excited about your new place, and I've, I've heard nothing but great stuff coming out of there. I have yet to get down there and, and get into it, but uh, I, I've read the Texas Monthly article you were in, and uh talked about some of the roots and some of the um you work with their number one barbecue joint that they have like year and over year what was that place that was uh goldie's barbecue there it is goldie's uh, yeah kennedale just south of the arlington those guys are killing it yeah they are they are killing it for sure the volume they're doing is unbelievable out there and it's just i've seen those plates they look amazing those trays and stuff with all the food on it and i mean that's my kind of eating I, i really do like that and but you know, it's got to be good. You know, a plate full of bad food. It'll ruin your day for a couple of days. Yeah. yeah, there's nothing worse than bad barbecue and burping up for three or four days after. And th- and that takes technique. You know that 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 burping up part you're talking about. I'm real familiar. I mean, I'm not real familiar as if it happens to me a lot. But I know in in barbecue, if the brisket's not made the right way, it'll get, make you really gassy, windy the next day. I mean, and and not really like, I don't know. It's different. It, it it's it's part of the prep that changes that that part you know and i love to smoke meats and 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 i've really been getting into that you know the last 15 years of my life trying to perfect how i i work everything from a pork butt to a brisket to a you know uh my ribs and and you know versus folks that tell me i we're barbecuing you go over there cooking hot dogs and hamburgers you know and i'm like man that doesn't count california barbecue that's not a barbecue we call it we got hot dogs yeah. <laughs> yeah. And no matter when they ask you what temperature do you like it at, they're all the same. Like, why would you even ask? Yeah, medium, medium <laughs> hot dog. Yeah. How do you like your hot dogs? Yeah. <laughs> they're all the they're same. All blistered and on a bun. So, so let's get down to it. You know, there, there, there are some thoughts about, um, I guess that go universal to um, a brisket to a pork butt, and you can correct me here. You know, um, and I've been smoking my my chuck roasts lately mm-hmm. and bringing those together to get that ring and get them soft and and that's been my my current science but nevertheless i still had to create that bark you know what i mean and and get that 
tight before I wrapped and, and started yeah. smoking. Tell me a little bit about that bark and how do you, how you put something like that together? Yeah. Um, you know, we, we just season with, you know, salt and pepper, um, you know, pretty liberally with the, uh, the pepper. Um, the biggest thing I think for bark is a lot of people wrap way too early or they put mm. way too much moisture in the cook chamber. You know, we don't spritz. We don't have water pans. Uh, we don't wrap until the brisket's actually done. So, um, you know, everyone kind of says, oh, wrap at 165 or 170 or whatever. No, we, we watch our fires really, really closely. And if you run your fires right or your heat source right, you know, you don't need to wrap that until it's done. And you're running oak in an offset smoker Yeah, we now. use post oak. We get uh, three cords a month delivered from uh, a gentleman over in Austin, uh, Mike Sierra. Um, brings us really, really good stuff. It's mm. already seasoned. It's, it's cut to the specific length we want. It's, you know, Perfect. certain moisture content we want, we look for. He gets all that to us. So do you like a like a, a mustard rub or anything on it first? No, or no, just a we, wetness uh, to get it to if anything, we might put a little bit of water, just kind of moisten the surface a little bit, but you don't want it super, super moist because you'll start having some patchiness. Yeah. Um, on whatever protein you're cooking. But maybe just a little bit of water and then just pretty heavy. You know, you definitely I see a lot of people mix the rubs and then try and season it together. Mm-hmm. We do pepper and then we go back over it with salt. Um, you know, those smaller salt granules, if that you've put them on first, your pepper's not going to adhere to whatever you're putting it on there. And mm. your pepper is a big part of the, the, the bark that everyone's looking for. I get that. Yeah. Cause yeah. it wouldn't stick properly. And two, it's salts. like, Hey, you know, with, as you know, we're really, really intent on what we do. And, you know, we try our food every day before service, every single, you know, protein, all of our sides. And if something's maybe undersalted or oversalted, it's a lot easier to go just say, hey, just cut back when you're individually seasoning stuff. First, you know, you put it on the shaker, you never know how mm. much salt or peppers come out at one time. Yeah. So you just hit it with less PNG and just smoke wrap it, put it in there till it's done, and then come back and wrap when you're ready at the yeah, time. Yeah, when it's done, you know, whenever you think it's done, and you know, done is different for different people. You know, we, yeah, yeah. We pull a little bit under, you know. Um, because we our food goes in warmers overnight, it kind of has to with the pit space we have. But yeah, and that'll um, keep cooking it a little bit and get it nice and tender. Yeah, so for they'll you. they'll break down a little bit more in the warmer. But for the most part, once they come off the pit, they're pretty much done. You know. So as a technique, what 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 I did for the for the and I was kind of new to the check roast. Like I said, I'm experimenting there. My lab, my check roast lab. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but I, I I've been getting a bark on it, and but then after I get my bark, I'll wrap a little earlier than normal, and then put it in like a beef consomme or something mm-hmm. in a pan rather than a foil wrap, because you know it's a little tougher meat. And you, you, have you ever seen anything like that helping with a brisket? Um, we we personally have never done that, but yeah. um, that sounds like. Maybe something in the competition world that those guys do. You get it really um, soft. Yeah, it's probably going to get really, really soft doing that. Um, but, you know, again, if you watch your fires right and run your you know, yeah. your pit right, you're you're not going to have to do all that extra stuff. So how's business down at Bari? It's been good. It's been, uh, it's been good. You know, going into Labor Day, we had a really, really good Labor Day week. Um, been a little bit slower the last two weeks, but we kind of, we, you know, we kind of know that. It's not just us. It's the entire industry. A little slow right there. Um, everyone spends three days drilling and chilling mm-hmm. Labor Day weekend, and the last thing you want is, you know, barbecue. So we get it. So um, we, we have enough friends in the industry, and, you know, we kind of know what trends are coming during certain weeks, time of the year. So we just adjust labor and food and 
And when you say what you mean, you and your brother, right? Yeah, me, my brother, and my wife. Um, okay. We're we're all three owners in the business. Um, we have some of the people on staff that are you know very crucial to what we do, but it's us sure. three that are there. Sure, you know, yeah. six seven days a week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As the pit master, you got to cook it all, don't you? It's not like yeah. A normal you know, we're restaurant. open four days, but I'm there seven days. 15 to 18 hours a day and you're doing so. some of that old school stuff like the cornbread and uh yeah yeah so all of our sides and desserts are straight from grandma's cookbook yeah which is the old church cookbook so yeah. um you know it's it's all from scratch how grandma did it and how grandpa made it so that's what we do so why montgomery why, why, why did you pick the one of the barbecue capitals of texas yeah <laughs> Uh, born and raised here in Montgomery. Okay. Uh, Daddy was a football coach here in the in the 90s. Um, he's back here at, you know, one of the new junior highs. And um, I grew up here, loved everything about Montgomery, never wanted to leave. But, you know, when dad moves, you got to go. So Everybody comes back. Yeah, everybody. It's been my goal <laughs> to get back to Montgomery. Everybody uh, comes back. Ever since we left. Yeah. So. Well, cool. Have you run into a lot of old faces from back in the day? I have. I have. I've had a lot of buddies and friends from you know when I was a kid that you know come and eat at our place every week, every other week. So it's it's nice to get to see that. How did how did um, Texas Monthly get eyes on you? That man, I, I don't know exactly how they work. I know I have um, inklings on how they do they go about their process from some people I've talked to, but I've been told that you know Daniel Vaughn's kind of the you know, he is the guy as far as the editor for Texas Monthly. Um, you know, and there's thousands and thousands of barbecue joints across the state. It's hard to yeah. think one guy can get by every single place. But I've been told he has quite a big um, staff below him that is out scouting, you know, your certain areas. And it's, But you I were think, relatively new at the time, too. That That's, that's yeah, like I mean, a... we've, we've been popping up. Um, you know, we started this about five years ago. Yeah. We started it with just a, a tent and going to different – you know, local bars and breweries and all that around the greater Houston area. And uh, it went from that to a trailer to the restaurant. And over time, you know, if you do enough on social media, people kind of start seeing what you're doing. They come out and check you out. And, yeah, we had Daniel Vaughn walked in like two weeks after we opened to Rick and Water, which wasn't the best timing for us. You know, a lot of new everything new everything yeah yeah just got a brand new cooker at the time so we're trying to figure that one out at the time and um but he had nothing but good things to say and the article he wrote i thought reflected you know that too i think i think some of our hometown stuff is just so natural we don't have to really when we're in our element we don't have to work that hard to like hey be a texan for a minute can you do that and you're like well yeah you know, <laughs> okay, make barbecue. All right. Yeah, sure. Can you do that? Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I think we're on the ready with a few parts of our, and, and, and you've been doing this a long time, just making barbecue. I, did you grow up making the barbecue at home, you and your brother? No, get? no. We, uh, our barbecue was uh, getting a chopped beef sandwich at like Junior's down in Wharton, where my grandma yeah. lived. You know, it was just getting a chopped beef and some fries or hush puppies. Um no, when we, you know, I lived out in the Carolinas for a couple of years with my first, you know, big boy job out of college. And, yeah. Um, when we uh, got pregnant with our first kid, we moved back to Texas, me and my wife. And when you buy a house, you you buy a smoker because you got to have a smoker on the back porch. It's and, on the uh, 
threw a brisket on. It was terrible. And <laughs> I don't like being bad at things. So when I'm bad at something, I just get obsessed with it. And, you know, I just, every waking <laughs> second I, I could, I was cooking a brisket or doing something. It's fun. I enjoy cooking smoking, meat so out there. It just, just kind of goes from that. And it got to the point where we were, I was, you know, quote unquote, experimenting so much. My wife was like, hey, you got to either stop buying brisket all the time or start selling the stuff because we can't just afford to keep buying brisket yeah and you have brisket with every meal yeah you know you'll end up having that that smoked brisket and eggs and then smoked brisket we, we put it in every dish you wivel ranchero day, smoked brisket style yeah. over you yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. well, brisket queso brisket <laughs> gold if you can put meat in it we put brisket in yeah. there i can promise you well you know, there was a, a, a about the name Bar A. Well, what's the meaning of Bar A? So, Bar A is my younger brother. Um, used to be one of the head herdsmen at the V8 Ranch down in Bowling, Texas. Big, okay. One of the biggest Brahmin operations in oh, the I world. See. All right. Um, and one of his, he ended up starting Bar A Cattle Company um, as a side gig, where he raised and helped um, kids in the show cattle world. And so when we, you know, went full time with the barbecue and decided it was going to be a real thing, I just kind of called him up and said, Hey, I'm going to go ahead and steal bar a, and we're going to call it bar a barbecue over here. And, you know, didn't we give him an option. So yeah, he was cool with it, but he's a younger brother. So who cares? There you go. Now there's a, um, a lot of things that happen barbecue related in Montgomery County. Now you've got something coming up over in, in, at your place, don't you? A and M. Yeah. So the uh, the A and M Arkansas game, September thirtieth. I think it just got announced. Eleven a.m. kickoff. Um, we've got a big eighty inch TV out at the back. Oh, the really? Restaurant. Oh, cool. So we'll have the game on. We're going to be doing some um, some uh, hog belly. Um, we're going to do kind of a what? crispy skin hog belly, chopped up, kind of like Carolina style, with a mm. vinegar sauce. So um, we're going to have some of the Aggie game day crew out there for the day. We've got. Uh, Bad Astronaut Brewery coming out, giving away oh, nice. sampling free beer that day as well. So free it's gonna be, beer. Gonna be a good day. You heard it, free beer in Montgomery. Yeah. Hey, we do free beer every day of the week. And that's Saturday. Wednesday through Saturday, there's a cooler full of free beer in, really? in the restaurant. Well, that's awesome. And and you, But the A&M thing is Saturday. Yes, that'll Cause be September 30th at the restaurant. September 30th. Yeah. And, and I was going to say, you know, there's a lot of other, um, uh, I guess, Barbecue related stuff. Do you follow the, the the fan base if you have time to do these things in the community that are like like example Sunstar Brewery in, here in Conroe mm-hmm. uh, is uh, they make Bombshell Blonde and some other beers here. They're having a uh, backyard pit masters brisket U class like brisket university. So mm-hmm. they're they're doing a class to teach barbecue. Um, had you considered doing things like this or do you see yourself doing anything uh, like we that? We actually I mean, allow people. I've actually got a guy at the restaurant now. Um, we get hit up all the time for, you know, Hey, I want to come spend a week and learn or whatever. And, oh, I see. um, okay. you can hundred percent come out and do that with us. Uh, we do charge a fee. It kind of depends on all you want to Where I just look over your shoulder the whole time. And we yeah. S- I mean, we, we, we don't have any secrets. We'll tell you're you like, that's a six hour smoke, you know, or an yeah. eight hour smoke. So, I hope know, you got time. You this know? guy, he flew in from California got here. He flew in, uh, last night, um, got in about midnight. He said, got a rental car and he's in a hotel till Sunday. Just to watch you cook barbecue. Wants to open up a restaurant out in, um, California and, wants to do what we're doing so it's good to get a real touch to at least he knew where to go yeah 
I mean, I'm just saying, I mean, there's got to be a lot to that. And, you know, people just automatically assume we know how to make barbecue. But I'll tell you, there, there's a big difference between one plate of barbecue and the next. If you, one, you can eat it. You know, it's not too tough to eat. That's I think that's a basic, you know, tastes good. Yeah. It's got to taste good, you know. It's got to have the right flavor. And then, then there's the, uh, you know, originality and then, you know, tradition. You know, so you got to kind of keep all this balanced out with a good bread. It, it just seems like it can get really complex if you wanted it to. And there's so much cool things you can do with brisket, you know, and, and barbecue and sausage. And you're making your own sausage, right? Yep, we make all of our sausage in-house. Uh, we, we have two links that are on the, on the menu every day. It's just a jalapeno and cheese and then a, our house oh. link, which is just lots of fresh garlic and black pepper. Um, and then we rotate a third one in. It's a special about every other week or so. You know, we've done Spanish rice boudin. We've done Italian sausage. What? We've done, you know, blue cheese. Spanish rice onion. boudin you know, sounds amazing. Wait a minute. What was the blue cheese thing? We do blue cheese, caramelized onions, and an all-beef link. Um, we, we, oh. we have a lot of different links we, we kind of rotate throughout. Wow. And do you do any catering? I mean, Yeah. Yeah, we do a ton of catering. That's that's a lot of uh, Yeah, I think so. We, do. we did... Uh, we did two weddings this past Sunday. So we had an 11 o'clock wedding, which no one's ever done an 11 o'clock wedding. It's way too early for an open bar. Um, and then <laughs> we did an 8 o'clock wedding that same night in Willis. So catering's a big deal for us. You can't say you've been drinking all day unless you get started. Unless you started. start at 10, right? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's the only way that really qualifies. But, you know, it does make for a, a, a wonderful uh, dance floor there at the end, you know. Yeah. We get yeah. some of those good videos that are fun to share for a lifetime of marriage. Yeah, we've seen some incredible dancing as, as we've done <laughs> these weddings. Yeah. Okay, so favorite thing on the menu? Uh, personally, I eat the turkey. It's kind of my thing. You I smoke turkey too. Oh, I cool. love our smoked turkey. Um, but, you know, people show up and brisket's always the first thing that sells out. And then usually it's sausage. So. You got um, ribs too, right? Yeah, we do. Uh, every pro- Everyday proteins are brisket, ribs, turkey, two kinds of sausage. Uh, oh. We do chicken quarters for poultry. Uh, we do pulled pork. And then Saturdays we do the dinosaur beef ribs on Saturdays. Oh, yeah, I like that. I We had this one we went to, I think it was the Merrill's Meat Market, right? Mm-hmm. And it was because it's on Walden Road. Yep. I live out there in Walden. and. I got one. He's like, got any short ribs, beef short ribs? I was like, and he's like, well, I don't know if I'd call it a short rib. <laughs> I went and this thing was this big. Yeah, it barely yeah. fit in my crock pot. I was like, I'm not. They, I set it down in there, and it came out great. But we've been, I've been working on how to soften those up too, and that's that's tough. You know that 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 I'm getting it. I mean, it's getting close, but I, I'm trying to get them softer and stuff. And but man, that that's tough meat to start with. You know, you really got to yeah. work it in there. Not like that that chuck roast was different, but man, the chuck roast came out great. There was only a few that seemed like that stew meat, you know, where it yeah. kind of pieces, little threads come off, you know, it's like strips. Absolutely. You know, but after it was a bit of it, and it's got like all kinds of weird eyes in it, you know, when, you know, it looks like a, you know, you get that one bit in the middle of chucks like that, and it, and it has its own texture, and then you get this yep. other one, a little more fatty. It lots has of its, different muscles. On yeah, that there thing. was lots of different bits of that. So I, I want to tell you how it came out amazing, but there were, there was one part that was more like a, I stewed it. You know what I mean? Like it was in a soup. You know, sauce on it, put on a bun, man. Yeah, yeah, but when I, I yeah when I chopped it up, it came out right. You know, yeah. but I wanted to slice it like brisket slices. I even you know tied it to two of them together to yeah. get one big brisket looking one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we marinated that thing, and we were using all kinds of weird stuff. You know, like a little 
a little vanilla extract and a little uh, 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 other things to tenderize the meat. But, you know, anything that was a wood derivative was an option. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? If it, if it began with wood, it can come back to this grill. <laughs> you know? and, and it would sweeten it up, you know, give it a little taste. And some of the, like like a, a, an alcohol does, you know, when you have like a, a Jack Daniels to it or, or your wood or your marinade or something, you know, or a bourbon or something. That same sweetness, the vanilla did it, but without that alcohol hit. Um, and it, which was good because I liked it. It, right. it. it put a nice taste to it. And, and the other part was that I'm still kind of figuring out when we cooked uh, an open barbecue, but I used some wood that gave it all a weird taste. You know, I don't know. The wood had like a like a tart taste to it. Like the, but we know it was the wood. You yeah. know, you could tell. Yeah, it's the wood you're using that did that. You know, and. And I'm looking at my cord over there, and it's like, you know, last from that cord, last from that cord, and a little bit from that one and that one. They're all from different places. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I, yeah. I'm looking over at my pile going, oh, yeah, I'm just screwed all together because I have no idea which one is which. Yeah, I've been there. I get that. <laughs> that taste, it's, it, it was awkward. It, was, it wasn't good, you know, and I, I don't know what it was. Maybe it was some older oaks or some different kind of oak or, you know, I don't know. But it, wood's real important. I mean, uh, it, it's it, very important. And how'd you meet this guy that gives you the wood from Dallas? You said right, uh, Austin, 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 yeah, yeah. Um, through social media, just you just knew it was going to make the taste. Saw right, it, you know, saw what he was doing, kind of knew what I was looking for, and saw pictures of some stuff he posted, and knew that was the guy we wanted to use. And it's going on about three and a half, four years now of using him and no one else. And you know, he's, Getting that flavor he's right. dropping off three chords here in about twenty minutes, so. keeping it burning. Um, so. Uh, Hours of operation. We are uh, Wednesday through Saturday. Uh, Wednesday through Friday, we're lunch only, so it's ten forty-five until we sell out till it's gone. Correct. Um, and then Saturday, we open up at eight o'clock for breakfast, and we go um, till ten thirty, and then ten forty-five till we sell out for lunch. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I. I um I want I want to share a breakfast item that was so unique to me. Uh, I love to eat, man. Can you tell? Yeah, absolutely. I do so too. we we take that 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 smoked turkey that you were talking about, and we'd cube it a little bit, you know, best you could, you know, just diced, mm-hmm. you know, and then we'd mix it with like a cheese onion mix, like a like a little Velveeta cheese, that mm-hmm. that Rico's ballpark style, and then we'd put that onion cheese turk smoked turkey mix into the omelet. And then just do a big three egg long thin one, you know, and then just roll that up and pour that, that over great. the top. Yeah. Oh man, those those smoked meat omelets were just outstanding. I haven't had one of those since uh, Lafayette. We went down there for some uh, tikkuns, tikkuns breakfast. Our big uh, breakfast uh, item is uh, we do biscuits and gravy, but instead of using sausage, we use uh, chopped beef in it. So you've got brisket mm-hmm. and gravy, and then we you know we make uh, house made kolaches for Saturday as well. So we stuff those mm. with either brisket or sausage, or we've done 10,000 different variations of stuff you can put in a kolache. You ever smoke any barbacoa? Yeah, we used to do barbacoa quite a bit. Um, it kind of, It's oh, gotten yeah. really, really expensive lately, so we kind of dropped it off the menu. You could cheat with some like some of that, that chuck roast, that smoke yeah. the chuck roast and cheat yeah. with that. Just, and it's just hard to replicate true barbacoa. That's got yeah. kind of just... You know, but even people that love barbacoa, there's like they don't like any fat in it. They don't like this. They don't like that. It's got to be clean. It's got to be right. And they want to throw everything else away that yeah. comes out of that barbacoa cut. You know what I mean? It's like you, you end up with this, you know, and then so it's, you know, and then there's a lot of meat that have similar, but you can tell the difference, you know. So as long as you package it the right way and let them know, hey, this is barbacoa. 
you know, Chuck mix, you know, that brings on that flavor that, you we've know, learned, you your uh, we've learned barbacoa is like a Saturday thing. Like, cause we get, oh, yeah. it, it's a different crowd for us on Saturdays, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, it's pretty much all locals there for lunch. And then Saturdays, your, your barbecue travel crowd. And they, they, there's enough places doing barbacoa now that people know what it is. And yeah, but there's only for. like a couple that are good. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, like yeah. La Palma makes a great barbacoa taco and there's never any fat in it. It's not oil running out one side. You know what I mean? It's just clean. It's, it's good. It's something we were talking about, about, you know, meats that have that clean taste, you know, versus either being gamey or just having a weird, awkward wood taste that overbears the meat, yeah, you know. Absolutely. I mean, I still want it flavorful. I want it, I want it, I want it to be <laughs> soft, flavorful. It's got to meet all those. It's, it's, it's a fine line. And, and are you on that regular pattern of barbecue where you try to keep that line straight all the time and just make sure it's the same wood, the same this, same that, all the briskets are done like this. This is how that is. Absolutely. You know, we, like I said, we, we cut a tray every day. We're trying every, every side, every, and that's a, a lot of restaurants. And if they tell you they do, a lot of them are lying, but I know a lot of people, you know, they don't try their food often enough. I think that's one of <laughs> right. the biggest things. You got to check for consistency. You know, yeah, I want to be the same brisket to, people yeah. love me for, you know what I mean? Uh, if it's good and we're on point, let's keep it there, you know, and make sure it stays that way. Uh, are you mentoring another brew, uh, pitmaster? Uh, we've got a guy here right now. He'll be here till uh, Sunday, yeah. and um, we we pretty much have someone at the restaurant just about for the rest of the year. It'll be out doing the same thing. And so. you have a website that we can yeah barabbq dot com barabbq dot com. And what number could they use for catering? Nine four zero four four five zero one four eight and that goes straight to me that's my cell phone there you go call Barre barbecue get your uh, event catered any any size limits anything goes any size huh? we just did 1200 for misd about Dang. a month ago we, we we can do as small as 10 or as much as 1200 so you just there that's awesome man well I'm, I'm glad you took the time to get away from the pit get out here i mean i i i'm I appreciate it, and I understand what it takes to leave the restaurant and come out today, and uh, glad you made it. Well, we're going to share it. We're going to let them know where you're at, and we're going to um, come out and eat some barbecue. I know uh, we have some talk about uh, the team here at, at Lone Star Community Radio heading down there uh, next week. There's some other stuff that we're doing out there in Montgomery. Come by, say hi. Come visit, yeah, eat some barbecue. Maybe we can get uh, the ladies uh, out there from Alamo, One Property Group. Maybe we'll get them all to gather up together and buy us a barbecue plate. <laughs> Come on out, man. Come on out. We'll do it. Hey, thank you for coming, Mr. Cooper. I appreciate you. Thank you, buddy. We'll, we'll be right back after this with the Punch Your Texas Ticket segment of the show. Lone Star Radio on my mind. Every Friday, tune into Texas Ticket on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 FM with Armando Nino of Gold Lake Conroe, focusing on Montgomery County area events and places. Get a feel of the Texas spirit at the event, paired with guest and vendor interviews, event coverage, and ticket giveaways, and so much more. Join us Fridays and punch your Texas ticket. For more information on the show, visit IRLoneStar.com slash Texas Ticket. Welcome back to the Texas Ticket. This is Armando with Punch Your Texas Ticket segment of the show. Uh, folks, there's a lot of stuff happening. I'm going to go through it pretty quick. And uh, and, and I'm going to try and stick to this weekend. I mean, there's a lot of stuff coming on uh, next week. And you can catch next week on Friday um, at 1 o'clock, as always. You can catch next week's Texas Ticket show. We'll have a... All the coming October stuff, or some of them. There's a lot of things coming with the with Halloween and the holidays start coming, and man, they're all over, all over and all around us. Um, 
one of the things that's going to kick off in October that uh, is October 7th, for, right at the beginning there, is the Texas Renaissance Festival. Queen's birthday kicks it off. They got some new pricing out there. They've got some bundles for camping if you want to just have that experience and you know, get out there and see what it's all about, what all the hoopla is about, what what draws almost seven hundred and fifty thousand people every year to Todd Mission, Texas. And that's right right outside of Montgomery, uh, just down one hundred five West. Take a left there in Plantersville, and it take you right to the Texas Renaissance Festival, um, and that starts October seventh. And uh, the Queen's birthday kicks it off opening weekend. Uh, we also have um, one of our events in focus is the '90s Fest, and this is a, um, a an upcoming. It's at the it's at the Montgomery County Fairgrounds uh, Saturday, September 30th at the Montgomery County Fairgrounds. You can see it at Texas Texas Fest.com. and that'll have Pam Tillis. Uh, there are so many other. I saw the list of musicians that are going to be out there. It looks like a fabulous event, and uh, we always see Charlie Diggs sponsor really good promotions. That's a Barsh Auto-sponsored event, um, and uh, a few others, of course, uh, but uh, one close to our heart. They'll be out there Saturday, September 30th. See um, texas90sfest.com for more information. Uh, so starting uh, the 9 to 5 show starts this weekend, uh, tomorrow, uh 7.30 to, I it's 9.30, 8.30, 7.30, 8.30 at Crichton Theater. And that is the 9 to 5, the old working 9 to 5. What a way to make a living. Yeah, the old Dolly Parton. That's right, Dolly Parton. Um, also, there is uh, the same day, Saturday, September 23rd, down in uh, um, Magnolia Park. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Magnolia, Texas at Unity Park. That's uh, John Wolf, Jake Bush, Jesse Robb Jr. They're going to be out there for uh, the uh, Patriots of Texas Festival 2023. September 23rd's Piano Punch over at Pacific Yard House. Love those. Those are so much fun. We have a good time out there for those things. Uh, when I make it and I just, they always chop up my songs, you know, like I want to hear the whole song, but then there's so many people trying to ask for songs. and But I, I completely enjoy the whole experience, even when they only play, you know, part of my song. They can't play everybody's whole song, but they keep it going and they duel. So there's like two parts of a song happening almost back to back or they contribute for a song, which all is really cool. Uh, if, if you enjoy that, uh, that is happening at Pacific Yard House. And I can't I can't say enough about how much fun they are to be in the audience and to really get into the music and, and just it stays busy when it moves that quickly. Um, so uh, one of the other things, I want to go see Jelly Roll. Uh, that's tonight from 7 to 11 at the Cynthia Mitchell Woodlands, Cynthia Woods Mitchell Pavilion. That's tonight out there. Uh, it starts at 7, ends at 11. Uh, Backyard Baptism Tour 2023. That's tonight. Moonshine Deck out at, uh, at the Texas Sundown Band. Uh, that is Saturday, September 23rd again at the Moonshine Deck Ice House in Magnolia. And that's a new place. It's really nice. Got a nice kid zone. I want to say it's family friendly, but this is later in the evening. I, ha I don't know. I don't know how that handles, but it's got such a big play area. It's kind of hard to dodge family friendly there. Um, anyway, Moonshine Deck. And that is September third. Texas Sunshine, sun, Texas Show, sun, Sundown Band, Texas Sundown Band. Yep, that's it. 
what else do we got? Bike rallies coming up in Galveston. A lot of talk about that. I'll get some exact dates next uh, next Friday. Uh, I know a lot of folks who are ours run out there for the Octo- October Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Uh, we met a lot of those over at the MoCo Fashion Show at the Shout House last weekend. And uh, they're all gearing up. Everybody's gearing up for uh, support of breast cancer. Uh, the the Thin Blue Line group, I believe, makes it out to the bike rally out in Galveston. And a few other groups do that. And it is a huge deal. One of the large, largest of its kind in the nation. Um, definitely one of the top ones in the state. Um, it's a big deal. Um, and there is another uh, group I wanted to mention. And uh, we do have October Bra Fest at Shout House next month. So I just want to include that in there. Lots of October events coming up in relation to breast cancer support as well as the holidays and uh i think we got uh, the catfish festival it just goes on and on and on so we'll we'll bring all those we'll we'll kind of organize those the best we can for next week and see you next friday about that um tonight also at 202 north main and um right down the street here from the studio uh 202 north main it has nightbird it's a they they were at the ones at Bernhardt Winery out there in Plannersville. Uh, they're the um, Fleetwood Mac tribute band, and you know all tributes are not created equal. And I'll tell you, Fleetwood Mac's tribute band brings it, and do, they do very well. We've seen them several times, and they really bring on a real feel. I, she's really good. I, I she reminds me a lot of Stevie Nicks, and and the band just on point in tune with 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 everything that goes on there and if you're familiar with Fleetwood Mac it's a uh it's a it's a duo kind of uh Stevie Nicks and um what's his name Fleetwood Mac's meal oh gosh I think it's Fleetwood Mac but uh they they both sing some of the songs you'll you'll notice that a lot of those songs are sang by both of them but uh and and they the gentleman that sings with her is very good in the band it compliments. It's in tune. It, it, it's, it's, it's a great go. And that's over at 202 North Main tonight. You catch from 8 to 11 p.m. And that's more of an intimate environment. She should have an opportunity to visit with you and um, photos, signing autographs. You can um, you can check out 202 North Main and see some a little bit about that. That's tonight. Tonight uh, over there. Uh, s- <laughs> wow. Uh, you know, every Sunday the Kimbrows are doing the uh, Meet the Musicians over at the table at Medley. You want to bring that out there. And that's uh, Ben Blankenship and the Kimbrows and a few other groups that are putting that on for you. Uh, that's uh, over at uh, the table at Medley every Sunday. Now, the Kimbrows also putting in those, burning that midnight oil, putting in that overtime. September 23rd, the Kimbrows will be from 7 to 10 p.m. at the Big Easy Crawfish and Oyster Bar in Huntsville, Texas. And if you haven't seen the Kimbros, I don't know. It was a, a stormy night, and the Kimbros were on stage, and they insisted on playing anyway out at Papa's on the Lake. And wind was blowing all the 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 '90s hair, the '80s hair. You know, there was a there was that just going, and they played hard through the storm. And it was like I watched that whole show going. I don't know if it's this cool all the time, but the storm sure helped the Kimbros kill it kill it we also saw him at the uh boat show out at uh, margaritaville a few years back and that was fabulous um so the kimbrose in huntsville texas at 2707 sam houston avenue at the big easy crawfish and oyster bar tomorrow night september 23rd 7 to 10 p.m um what else do we have uh Okay, well there it, there is a a strategic minds in the uh, Grand Central Park Conroe area there, Marcel Plaza, 
uh, right in front of the neighborhood there between 45 and the South Loop. Uh, and they do games and gaming and, you know, have their dice and their video, their, not video games, board games. It's traditional. They have gaming events in their place, which was new to me. I saw them at the Cards and Collectibles show at the Hyatt Grand Central. And I should have known they were next door. But they, anyway, I got to meet the guys and what they do. And uh, they were asking if I wanted to come see what they do. And uh, so they told me about this thing happening Saturday between 1 and 6 p.m. So it's during the day. You can come do this. And then go to any one of the pre-mentioned shows, practically. Strategic Minds, 1205 Grand Central Parkway, Suite 500. There is a D&D event, Curse of the Strahd. And, and supposedly there's a dungeon master that's renowned, and he's going to be there to really make it an adventure. So if you're an old school, you know, Dungeons & Dragons guy, or you're a modern Dungeons & Dragons guy, this will be a, a, an opportunity to come out and check it out, or participate and play, and <coughs> I don't know. Peruse the items they have there. It's pretty unique. It's 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 a it's 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 a it's a really neat shop. I I had seen some of the things in there in a long time. If you haven't been to a comic shop or a board game shop, you know go check those out. They're an up and coming trend, and I've seen a lot of them popping up around the area. And they're they're they are opening up their their genre, their mix their mixed offering, and it's got some different things that are new and and some of the things that are just super nostalgic. So it's it's really neat to see one here at home in our backyard for you to go check out. Um, and that's uh, um, uh, that's it for the events that I have that I wanted to mention today. Uh, but we wanted to give a few shout outs. So all our favorite people, Clips Rising has been doing a lot of aerial for us and, the, and really wanted to compliment their work and uh, just ongoing, regular, young company, Southern Star Brewing. They're, they're doing the uh, Brisket U this weekend and uh, – the Texas Renaissance Festival was looking after us, bringing us a bunch of tickets we gave out. And uh, we saw more. If you'd like some tickets, just send the station an email. Ask. That's it. Or just let us know. You know, and uh, we'll get you some tickets to the Texas Renaissance Festival. we got pairs of two while supplies last. Um, Lifetime Green Coatings, they donated some ponchos for our Conroe Cares packages, the the um, homeless off pack gift blessing bags that we give out throughout every, you know day after day of, as we can you know and uh, uh anytime someone asks us for change i hand him a visit conroe bag full of snacks and lunchables and like oh okay <laughs> here you go it's your lucky day you know uh thank them for that lifetime green coatings uh barsado.com always looking after some of these events they're the uh sponsor for the uh uh, two or three, the 90s Fest, and uh, some of the other things happen up and coming. Thank you for keeping it live, keeping it strong for us, Barsh. Uh, Bar A Barbecue. Thank you for coming out. And uh, um, what a nice treat. I wish you would have brought some barbecue, though. I was told I should have asked. You know, <laughs> like, dang. You know, <laughs> next time, next time. I, I think we really will drag ourselves out there and get to Montgomery and eat some barbecue. That sounds like a, a plant. And, you know, a bad plan is better than no plan. Folks, thank you for watching the show. Thank you for watching the Texas Ticket. We'll be back next week, Friday, 1 o'clock. You can catch the Texas Ticket, or you can watch the show at facebook.com slash TXTicket. We run on sponsors and supporters just like yourselves. Please feel free to make a donation in the link down below and contribute to the show. Ask about sponsorship to the program and get involved. We'd love to have you guys on the show. Until next time. Thank you. This has been the Texas Ticket Show on Lone Star Community Radio.